Welcome. My name is Dr. Christopher Taylor, and I want you to know that it's okay to be sad, that it's okay to feel lost, and that it's okay to struggle, that we all struggle. But today, none of that matters, because today is about you, and today is about helping you become the best you possible. So for now, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy some thoughts for your self-examination. Welcome back to For Self-Examination. I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And we've got a very interesting interview for you today with J.J. Parker, a software engineer and entrepreneur. A very interesting approach to happiness. Um, J.J. takes a bit of a different view than Scott did from two weeks ago, and kind of a, a different view than most of our guests take, which uh, is interesting and challenging. Uh, so rather than uh, spending a whole lot of time spoiling the interview for you, uh, let's just hop right in after a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of For Self-Examination is brought to you by the Empathy App, the app made by therapists to help you find your path. Hi, I'm Jerry, and I want to congratulate you for taking the first step on your path to a better you. Sometimes we feel a little overwhelmed. Whether it is with feelings of sadness or worry or anger, our emotions can feel a little too much at times, and that's okay. Welcome to Empathy. You can find the Empathy app on any iOS and Android device at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. You can also download the app through the website, empathicholdings.com. Download the app today and get started down your path. All right, JJ, thanks so much for being on the show with us today. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy to be here. Sweet. So uh, tell us a little bit about you before we get into all the fun stuff. <laughs> well, um, I, uh, I have a couple businesses. Uh, I'm a software, I'm a software guy, right? So I've got a couple of different software businesses. Um, got a wife and three kids, uh, went to art school. So before I was an entrepreneur, <laughs> I was an art school kid. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of like a self help junkie, I would say. I love uh, I love learning about myself. Um, I'm I'm really into self awareness and trying to kind of understand myself better and some, understand other people better. Um, so I just like love love talking about this this kind of stuff. Well, wonderful. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is happiness. Yeah. Uh, so we're kind of unfolding this idea over a series and just getting people's thoughts. 
Um, you know, nobody in particular, just a random group of entrepreneurs, business people, uh, professors, um, just anyone really. Uh, and, and getting a, a sense of what makes happiness in their life happen. Mm-hmm. What, are they happy? Do they choose to be happy? Are they unhappy? And why are they unhappy? I and mean, we're framing it sort of as happiness is a battery that it has, uh, you know, capacity and charge. Mm. Um, so obviously we need to, you know, recharge ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, we get drained, um, or, uh, and rather, uh, capacity in the sense that, uh, you know, battery has cells. Uh, and so we have four cells in our battery, uh, boundaries, relationships, identity, and gratitude. Mm. And, uh, just want to hear about happiness in your life and, uh, any, any stories you have to share with us. And we'll start with on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you? Well, so, uh, you kind of pre preceded me a little bit with this question, right? He said, Hey, mm-hmm. here's some things we might talk about. We're going to talk about my happiness. And I was like, Hmm, that's an interesting topic because I was thinking like, do I seek happiness? That was my fundamental. That was my first question is like, am I actually seeking happiness? Um, and when I reflected on that, my answer was no, like it's not necessarily a thing that I'm seeking. And I'm a little bit of a stickler on verbiage. so. Some listeners might say, "Hey, what you what you just what you're about to describe is is what what happiness is." But to me, what I'm seeking is a a place of real like stable contentment, right, or satisfaction, because I feel like happiness really ebbs and flows, and sometimes like sometimes I'm sad, right, and just in fact this week. Um, one of my mentors, uh, of very many years passed away. Right. And that that's brought me some, some deep sadness. And I really like that sadness, right? I like it because, um, I know I have it because I had such great, like love for him. Right. Um, and so like, I'm not always trying to seek happiness, but what I am trying to seek is like that idea that I'm very content and I'm very satisfied with that relationship I had with him. And that's what I'm trying to do in my whole life is just to get to a point where um, I can recognize all of the emotion ebbs and flows and all of the different kinds of emotions that are part of our human experience and just be super stable and content with all of it and, and recognizing it and feeling it and processing it and uh, appreciating it. Well, uh, that's different than what other people are saying. <laughs> uh, I think our, our, our other few interviews thus far has just been like, yeah, I'm super happy. That's great. Uh, so I love that approach. Uh, thank you for that very much. Uh, so that's, that's great. What do you, um, I want to bring up the topic of joy mm-hmm. as, as, a, uh, as an emotional um, companion to sadness or anger mm. or, or those things. Do you uh, view happiness as, as a temporary emotional state, uh, like I, I would view joy as, or, or do you view it as more of the existential state of this is where I'm trying to be? Yeah, I always view happiness as like more a temporary state. 
right? Okay. And that's where my, again, like my sort of definition of it um, might be, I mean, obviously that's my definition, right? So it doesn't have to be everyone's definition. Um, right. But uh, yeah, to me, I, I, I always like um, being sad or being happy helps me appreciate the other side of the coin, right? Yeah. Like without sadness, there is no happiness, right? Without, without pain, there is no like uh, appreciation for the absence of pain, right? Or joy. Mm-hmm. So um, under like being able to experience both sides of the coin, I think is important. So do you, are there, do you have other experiences in your life that you'd be willing to share where, where uh, uh, moments of pain have given you or, or, or delivered you into experiences mm-hmm. of joy or, or happiness? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, uh, uh, I have a business I I've been, you know, I've been in business uh, for myself for 20 years. Um, when I started my first business, um, it was with a high school buddy, right. And, um, we were business partners for 15 years, very long time. And, uh, obviously we were very young when we started these businesses. So yeah, we went through a lot of growing together. Um, and there was a point where like our relationship and our biz, our partnership was not working. Like it was really sideways. Um, is, and it was, it was really bad. And, um, and, uh, kind of during that time period, my, uh, my Vistage coach and for the year listeners, Vistage is like a CEO roundtable thing. Um, he said, Hey, uh, yeah, you should go meet one of these other members in my other group. He's kind of like a creative guy like you, um, and, you know, just have coffee with him or whatever. So I like had coffee with him. His name was John Driscoll, uh, chatted with him maybe once or twice. Right. And then one day out of the blue, he goes, Hey, jo- Hey, JJ, you should come to my cabin. I was like, that's weird. It's like two hours away from my house. <laughs> like this guy I barely know, like invites me to his cabin and I'm like, okay, John, I'll come, I'll come up. And, um, so I drove up to John's cabin and it was beautiful. It's like on this recreational lake in Wisconsin. Um, he had hand designed every single thing about it, right? Like even like the little um, pulls on the cabinet doors. He's like, oh, I designed these. <laughs> I was like, that's intense, John. Um, so it was immaculate, right? And he had a bunkhouse for his kids and his grandkids and everything was like perfect. Um, except John had recently got divorced. He had lost his business and his house. His kids stopped talking to him. He was not allowed to see his grandkids. And he was basically like shunned to this cabin in the woods. Right. And um, I got there and I was like very taken with how emotionally hard this was. I was like, this isn't a place of like, family togetherness that John built. This is like an echo chamber of depression and just constantly reminded him of the things that were taken away from him. This is horrible, right? I could, I could barely even be there. So he and I like had breakfast, you know, he cooked breakfast and everything is really charming. Um, and he goes, Hey JJ, um, I'm working a book. You want to read my book? I was like, okay, John, right. Remember, I don't really know this guy very well. And 
Uh, and uh, so he sits me down in his sunroom, like on this lounge chair, and he goes off and he prints off his book, like off of his, you know, on like eight and a half by 11 white copy paper. And he like hands it to me and he puts a blanket over me. And I was like, oh no, like, um, like, is this guy going to kill me? <laughs> right. Like, you know, it's like oh, super nervous. Right. So I started reading his book. Right. And I'm like instantly cap captivated by it. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is really good. Like the, the characters are really good. I'm really sucked in. And I'm like, just flipping through all these pages. I have no idea how long I was sitting there. Right. It was like page after page after page. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh no, I had this guy all wrong. Like, John is not sitting up here in an echo chamber of depression. He is up here like having an immense amount of artistic output, right? His circumstance of his life have not changed like his artistic output. And so what I saw after that was John was up there with all these characters that he'd been developing. He was there with his like artistic muse right? His muse was living with him and, uh, and he wasn't sad at all. He was like, had this amazing output. And right there, I was like, John, I have to go right now. And I just left right? in a very abrupt kind of rude kind of way. And I drove home and during that drive home, um, I kind of had this epiphany, right? That like, like I hadn't, because of my bad relationship with my business partner, I hadn't been acting like true to myself. I wasn't bringing my best output and my best work and my creativity to my, my job, like to my own company. Right. Um, and right there, I decided like, it has to change. Like I have to like walk step and step, like with my artistic muse every single day. And that right there is the thing for me that uh, got me on a path of like choosing like happiness or in my words, choosing contentment um, every day. JJ, can, can you tell me more about the choosing process that you go through every day? The, yeah. So <laughs> um, because I'm a self-help nerd and because I'm a software nerd, Here's what I did. <laughs> um, I wrote a program that every day sends me a text at 7 a.m. that asks me what my intention for today is. Mm. And what that helps me do on a daily process, on a daily basis, is take that moment and stop and think like, what actually do I want out of today? Right? Sometimes it's kind of tactical. Um, and sometimes you know, it just reminds me like, Hey, today, like I do need to be present. I do need to, um, like be, be my creative self. Um, like some days it reminds me that I need to like show up for my kids or sometimes it reminds me I need to show up better for my wife. Right. But it reminds me that I need to do something intentional and not let my life be on autopilot. Well, I have to say that's that's a first. Uh, we've we've never had anyone say they wrote a program to text. Them. Uh, 
<laughs> it's uh, you've eight, never had so. a nerd like me on the pod. <laughs> no, no, we have not. <laughs> Thank you, though. We appreciate that. So, so this is a moment for you. It's basically just like a reminder. Um, and and for those of you listening, you don't have to have a uh, a fancy computer program do it for oh, no. you. Uh, I mean, I would imagine a sticky note on your mirror might have the same yep. impact, right? Uh, just what is? Yeah, your actually, used to. Yep. Before before my fanciness, I did actually just have a calendar that I put on my bathroom mirror and I just mm-hmm. hit an X every day. Like, did I do it today? And it was a there was a bunch of days and weeks in a row where I didn't mark anything. And I realized like, oh, I'm not being intentional. Right. Right. So it, the idea is to to find a moment, just a moment every day uh, where you confront yourself with the question of of uh, choosing to be happy or content and, and mm-hmm. choosing to be intentional that day. Yep. Yeah. And for me, like I said, like some days I choose to be sad, right? Like this week, I, like, I wasn't going to choose to be happy. I was choose, I chose to be pretty somber all week, right? It's mm-hmm. a somber week for me. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Like, and that's part of, to me, part of the human experience um, and, uh, sort of leaning into those emotions is, uh, is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Okay. Any other, uh, any other stories you have you'd like to share with us? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I'm not sure you got, you got pick a topic, but, um, <laughs> like, uh, for me, I, you probably kind of got this from my, my previous stories and, and, um, you know, you kind of posed the, the battery question, um, and examples of that would be like, you know, you said like boundaries and identity and gratitude and, and relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, to me, one of the, one of the cells in my battery pack is creativity. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I don't mean like drawing and painting, right? Like I, I truly believe that all humans, humans are creative beings, right? We create, like we, we build, we problem solve, we, you know, we create art and that art for, for different people looks different, right? Accountants have an art, like you have an art, Chris, I have, you know, my software is an art, my businesses are art, right? Um, And even beyond that, like we're creating our own reality, right? Like how we interact with the world um, and the way we put all those pieces together, we're part of that process of creating our world, our universe view. So um, one of the things that really recharges my cells is the, uh, is creativity is to, to understand, like, um, I feel great. I feel better. I feel more recharged um, when I can can do my art and do my creative things. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing that because um, I, I would view that as part of identity, right? So that, that would be a, a large component of your identity, uh, which would, which would be one of those cells. So, so yeah, that's fantastic. Possibly. Yeah. Great. Well, good. Is there anything you wanted to, to plug uh, on our show? Um, well, I mean, I have, like I said, I'm like a self-help nerd. So uh, me and my friend, Melissa, She's a professional uh, coach. She's an executive coach. She like uh, coaches the C-suite and she's come up with uh, a coaching model for her clients. 
Um, and so we do a podcast, it's called the self-awareness journey. And, uh, we talk about kind of this stuff all the time, like, uh, this conversation about, uh, how your thoughts and feelings, um, like impact how you think and how you see the world. Um, a lot of it's very work focused, obviously as, uh, as working professionals, um, we focus a lot on, uh, on how you show up at work. Um, but if anyone's interested in, in exploring that, uh, encourage you to check out the podcast. Absolutely. And we'll definitely put that in the show notes as well. Uh, so if anybody would like to explore the self-awareness journey podcast, um, you'll be able to get the link there. Well, JJ, thanks so much, uh, for being on the show with us. Uh, before I let you go, uh, scale of one to 10, how happy are you? <laughs> I think that I am at a, uh, I'm going to put myself at a nine level contentment. <laughs> You got it. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate your time. Thanks. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't keep it a secret. Share it with your friends and family. Tell everyone. Put it on Twitter. Uh, we'd love it if you give us a five-star rating and, and, and a review. Uh, we always love feedback. And then, of course, uh, like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get yours. As a reminder, Taylor Counseling Group is in the DFW area with offices from Dallas to Fort Worth and in Waxahachie as well. Uh, we are also now in the Houston and San Antonio areas as well. So if you or somebody you know might be interested in getting some counseling, feel free to give us a call, 214-530-0021. You can send us an email, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com, and you can look us up on the web at taylorcounselinggroup.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter as well, at TCG underscore Dallas. So if you need us, we're here. But if not, no worries. I just hope you enjoy the show. What an interesting uh, interview with J.J. Parker, to say the least. A lot of challenges there. Uh, really kind of left me asking the question, is happiness overrated to some degree? We talk a lot about the search for happiness. Um, there's a ton of self-help books out there on the topic of happiness. We're talking about happiness this series. Uh, are we really um, doing ourselves a disservice by constantly asking that question, am I happy? You know, I found JJ's point very interesting. Uh, I do not seek happiness is what he said. You know, he said that right now he's in a, he's in a sad place and, and he wants to be there uh, as he mourns the loss of a dear friend and mentor. Uh, and and I, can, I can understand that. And I'm sure if any of you have gone through grief or if, if you are struggling with the loss of a loved one, uh, whether it be a, a dear friend, a family member, a, a loyal uh, pet, uh, anything. Um, it can be really difficult and really tough. Um, so we're not, we don't want to overlook those feelings and, and, and being in a state of happiness or contentment as, as JJ might refer to it, uh, doesn't mean that we're always filled with joy or that we're always happy. It, it could just simply mean that right now we're sad, but I am happy in life. Uh, so maybe it's not a thing that we should be chasing all the time. And we definitely don't want it to come off that way either. 
that that happiness is a pill that we take every morning and that we should always be happy all day every day i think of the uh the lego movie uh you know every everything is awesome um i don't know if you've seen that or not but it's a great film about about being happy all the time and, and how that's just not possible and that's not how life works and life is complex emotions and complex events um so I, I found my interview with JJ to be uh, rather challenging. Um, he approaches the topic of happiness in a completely different way, and I'm curious if that has, uh, if that was difficult for you as well. If you found his uh, approach to contentment uh, to be challenging, or if you've maybe found it to be refreshing in a world where. Everyone's talking about being happy all the time. Maybe happiness isn't our goal. Maybe the goal is to be content. And I think that's a, that's a difficult choice. That's a difficult viewpoint uh, to, really, to really dive into. Uh, Scott Ayers uh, from two weeks ago really choked on the word, almost literally in the interview, contentment just saying he really didn't like it, that it felt like a place of stagnation, that he wasn't growing or moving forward. Whereas JJ says, I don't seek it. I don't seek happiness. I, I seek out contentment. The other two parts of the interview that I found most interesting was uh, Scott's view of creativity as a large component of his identity, or, or he would say a separate cell in his battery altogether. Uh, but it's such an important thing to be in tune with that part of your identity for JJ. It's very clear that if he does not have creative outlets, if he doesn't have space to be creative time to be creative, then that is going to impact how he spends the rest of his day. That is going to impact the relationships around him. I would imagine that if he had a job where he was forced to, do the same thing over and over again without freedom to be creative, that he might find himself somewhat miserable. And in the same way that if he was in a relationship with somebody that stifled or rejected his creativity, that he also might find himself somewhat miserable. And this is why I believe identity is such an important component to our happiness battery, to ourselves in that battery. Knowing what identifies you, knowing what you resonate with, knowing a part of your existential self is extremely important in better understanding how to recharge your battery and better understanding where to place priority and where to have firm and healthy boundaries. And then the last part that I found most interesting was this idea of making time every day to be intentional that he wrote this computer program to text him every morning at 7 a.m. You know, essentially, what are you grateful for? What do you want to do today? What's your intention today? What's today all about? You know, any one of these questions, I think, is, is along the same path of being intentional that day. Now, of course, you don't need to go buy a, a computer program or write your own. I think you can uh, probably accomplish the same thing with a sticky note or 
uh, a message on your bathroom mirror every morning, just asking yourself, what is my goal for today? What do I hope to accomplish today? And at the core of it seemed to be this intentionality, that he was intentional about what today was for, that he was intentional about his purpose in that day, that he was intentional with his feelings for that day, that he was intentional with his sadness or his joy for that day, that he was intentional for his identity, for finding time for creativity in that day. So as you go through these next few weeks, I want to challenge you to ask yourself each day if you can, and if you can't, that's okay. But each day, in the morning or in the evening, what is today for? What do I want to hope to accomplish today? What am I grateful for? What is my purpose in this day? And let's just take it one day at a time and see what happens. See if maybe happiness happens in that day. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. I hope you have enjoyed these thoughts for your self-examination. <laughs>